Uh, rain chance will taper off tonight, but it's coming back pretty high tomorrow, high again Wednesday. So daily, with disturbances moving across, rounds of showers and thunderstorms are becoming likely. Tapering off with fewer storms later on in the week, on into the weekend. More sunshine and more heat daily. Till then, 80s to 90 today, rain cold spots and a couple of sunny breaks. Some other storms could produce brief but heavy downpours. Coming back to a likely chance of activity returning tomorrow. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Think about everything that you save. You save gas, you save money, you save time. But have you ever thought about saving life? That's right, life. In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. And isn't that the best thing to save? The need for blood is as universal as it is constant. You save gas, you save money, you save time. Save life. Tom Fitzmorris, boy, that's me, and ready to talk to you, with you. Are you with me? I'm with you. That's so By nice golly, I'm with you. How do you like this uh, tie? Do you... <laughs> Actually, do you like that tie a lot? Where'd yeah. you get it? I mean, I know you got it from the closet, but where'd you get it prior to the closet? Oh, uh, a guy who actually makes... Meeting Street. No, it's not Jim McShay. Then John McShay. I, I like it, him. though. I do like yeah. it. Tom has come out. Tom thinks that there's a webcam or something. I don't know. Well, there should be a webcam. Uh, well, maybe there really shouldn't be a webcam. But anyway, he's well, wearing a lovely. He's wearing a lovely um, sort of tweedish mm-hmm. maroon sort of tie, which uh, which which looks like it has seen better days. I will say that. This but one? it's pretty. I like it. I never did see it before. Which no. is uh, well, it, it, I would say which is kind of. An amazing thought because you know I live with you, but you also have something like hundred ties, so it probably did get buried. I in do there. not have. Uh, you don't have a hundred ties. I, no, I have about a hundred and eighty. Ah, well, okay, <laughs> yeah. I knew it was. I knew it was quite a you substantial know, I, number. I think it's uh, ties really make the man. Make ties the man exactly. Make the man. You uh, you grabbed it as fast as I could. All if right. Not faster. Uh, if you have just join the show for the first time ever. Yes, this is really what it sounds like. Just a whole bunch of babbling about nothing. Where the Fitzmorris is, this is the Food Show Reboot, the 31st, <laughs> almost 32nd year here on WGSO, uh-huh. but really only three months on WGSO. Uh, if you would like to talk to us, we would love to talk to you actually about food, which is what the show is about, hence the name The Food Show. 5569696 is the number. In about 20-some-odd minutes, we're going to have Allie Cousins and her daughter, Taylor Healy, come on and talk about their company, Cousins Salad Dressing, which has been a longtime sponsor of the food show and is here with us on GSO. And she's also very entertaining. She's lovely. She's a lovely person. And um, it is a... Miracle Company, as she calls it. I don't know how much she wants to get into that, but she is going to be giving us some recipes of ways to use the salad dressing and make some fun summer salads. So that's what we have at 2.30 today. Your vintage piece 
for the day your tom vintage tom is mesopotamia do you remember that place mesopotamia mesopotamia do you remember when the middle east was called mesopotamia cardinals uh that was a long time ago long time ago anyway uh we have lots to talk about as usual and we will just talk ourselves because we can go on forever and ever about all the stuff that we talk about but we would love to have you join us and if you do and you tell us something absolutely mind-blowingly interesting or way down the scale from that works too uh we will give you a case of creole tomatoes and well actually ali cousins will give you a case of creole tomatoes and a case of creole tomato salad dressing which is the flagship dressing of the cousins salad dressing growing empire which now includes uh fresh salsa and a um blue cheese and an olive oil and vinaigrette and one to come let's see how much she wants to divulge about the one coming tom Mm. today is Uh (laughs) uh-oh will you or will you not (laughs) it's actually not all that ominous uh today is the day that uh in 1933 the radio show called the pepper pot was born don mcneil oh it was a it it It, says radio show here radio show because in 1933 there was no television but the say it again uh, the Pepper Pot, which then became the, the Breakfast Pot. Club and ran until what? 1968. So that means, Tom, <clears throat> that very shortly, let's see, 33, okay, very shortly you may overtake Don McNeil as a uh, as the longest running show. Do we have a caller, Henry? Well, we already did. We do. Yeah, and we're well above. Jay. Jay, Jay? is calling. Yes. Jay. Jay, yes, welcome sir. to the food show. Jay Lathern? Did I hear that correctly? No, no oh. sir. I, I, I well, did not uh, give my I, I did not give my last name. I gave my first name only. Oh well, that's uh, okay with me. It's just uh, it's yesterday we were at the uh, the. Uh, is this Jay Vice or? That's what I was going to. Jay Vice. Jay, who, is, you, is this who is Jay who? Uh, I don't want to give oh, my last name. You probably don't want to give your last name. Okay, I, I get it. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So, that, Jay, what do you fair? have for us? Okay. Uh, I have, yeah, yeah, sure. I have yeah, a couple no. things. First of all, okay, for, the tomato, for the tomato contest, are you aware that today is National Pauline Day? No, I didn't know that idea. I like it. To, today is National Pauline Day. That's wonderful to even think about. Now that is fascinating, but you have to follow it up with something fascinating about it. Yes, and if Tom would let him. Do oh, that. no, oh, we no, lost him. I'm... He just went away. Did you get his number? Because you know we'll take that as a as a fascinating item of information, Henry. I got his number. National oh, Praline Day. It's too bad we were talking about pralines last week. And the fact that they were so, so sweet, and I was saying that the best praline I've ever eaten. We talked about pralines in relation to it being National Fudge Day. 
And I was mm. talking about how gritty and sweet and sludgy fudge was and how I hadn't had a piece of fudge in a very long time. And the caller said that he likes pralines better. Uh, I do, too. I was about to say that and hope I wasn't going to get punched. <laughs> because if you go down to the French market, you get a taste. Have I ever punched you, Tom? <laughs> mm, I mean, physically. <laughs> there was that. Uh, nah, well, now I'll, I'll look it up. I mean, truly, on the show, you, it's like a, you are like a verbal punching bag. But physically, I, I want to be clear. I've never punched Tom. Okay, so go ahead. No, I'm not going to punch you, Tom. What is it that you want to say about pralines? Go down to the French market. Yeah. And all those shops along there that make their own. And uh, they are really good. And some of them are as pure as you could be. One ingredient. Like sugar. Butter and butter, you know, uh, butter and, and, and sugar. And, and pecans. And it's, it's, it's delicious. And I, I always thought that uh, that confection that is on the ideas of just about everybody in America uh, comes across. Uh, I think this is something we ought to put the word out a little bit more. For what? Tralines. Uh, pralines, excuse me. What are we putting the words out for? Someone to send us some? Send us some pralines, please. Uh, I'm thinking of, you know, they've got snow uh, sandwiches now and and various ways of taking for confections again, I give you. And then you, you eat it. But we've never really done it. We never really did it. with. I think a caller is trying to save you, Tom. Okay, well, it has happened. Who is the caller? Jay has returned. Oh, good. I'm glad you're back, Jerry. Jay. Jay or Jerry? Jay, J-A-Y. J-T-A-Y. J-A-Y, Welcome yes, to our broadcast. Good to have them here. You've got a couple of uh, ladies here, and then you're stuck with me for the rest of the way. Okay. Uh, no worries. You Actually, I, I hope your wife picked out a wonderful tie. Oh, did you? No kidding. Uh, Very no, good. I didn't well pick, done. I didn't pick it out, but he picked it out. I thought it was nice. Go ahead. Good deal. Okay, I have two questions. Good. Ask Number one, on the North Shore, yeah. whether it be Mandeville, Covington area, mm -hmm. where would you suggest to get a Reuben and or a corned beef sandwich? I'd say probably the best. Now, you're more into that. Yeah, I'm thinking. And, and, uh, the, the, That's a good question. Uh, uh, you know what? Ooh, Martin Wine Cellar. That's it. Over here. Oh, oh, Okay, you know no, what I would think that, that you could try? And I don't even know if this is something that they would have because it's very Mandeville-ish, which means not especially sophisticated. My apologies to all the Mandeville people I've just insulted, but... The North Shore is not known as a culinary hotspot of sophistication, okay? There's a place on 20, is it 22? No, I, keep, I get them confused. If you go the 190 that goes north-south, then on the left side heading west, it becomes 22. But if you head right, it, it, it continues being 190. So 190 on the way to Pelican Park, and I think that Pelican Park is a lot of the clientele here. Have you ever been to the Triple Nickel Grill? Mm, I, I don't know. I have. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said you have I or have not? 
I have. Well, you yes, said. I have. He said. He said, and he has yeah. not. Okay. Yeah. If no, you I are said, not yes, familiar with the triple nickel, I have been there. Again? No, he has. Okay. You have been there. Okay, he has. All right. So um, I would guess because that's kind of a deli in a way. You know, it's got the sandwich thing. It's got a club sandwich that's really good. Uh, I would suggest that to try and find a Ruby. And you know what? We're going to take a break. If you can hang on, I'm going to think some more on that, okay? Well, you're okay. listening and to WGSL. I, I would... We'll be right back after these words. Sure. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Downtown Covington is home to the English Tea Room, 20 years now. Think Scottish eggs for breakfast, high tea in a truly British setting, scones just like you'd find in Britain. If you can't visit them in Covington, see their tea menu online and order specially blended tea shipped out the next day. But you should visit. Think about a birthday party or a bridal shower there or a high tea. Gift cards are $20 off with a purchase of $100 or $10 with a $50 purchase. The English Tea Room, 734 East Rutland in Covington, EnglishTeaRoom.com. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Okay, is Jay still there? Yes, I am. Okay, Jay. So, um, if you live on the North Shore... Then yes, you do. remember, I'm sure, Dakota Wine and Feed. Yes, I do. Yeah, good old days, the good old days. I'm trying to think of any place that would have anything like that now. And the closest I can come to it is the Triple Nickel Grill. Pontchartrain Poor Boys has a really extensive menu of sandwiches, but I don't recall ever seeing a Reuben on it. You know who also has Rubens sometimes? Um, Lola up in Covington. But do you like Lola? I've never, personally, I've never been there. Okay. It's, um, it's a really good place. It's like really delicious. Except for some reason, they think that their homemade bread is good. <laughs> It's not only not good, it's, it's bizarre. And, um, and so the sandwiches come on this homemade focaccia. It is the only complaint I have about the restaurant. Everything else is delicious. But I, I don't understand this 
this persistence on this particular homemade bread that they make. You know what I'm talking about, Tom? Yeah. Their yeah. bread is so weird. Which, what, what are they calling it? Focaccia. God bless you. Thank you. Haven't heard that in a while. Thank anyway, you. any Reuben that you get there would be on this strange bread, and I and that kind of kills the whole thing. So I'm just drawing a blank on a Reuben other than that because sandwiches, well, just I, like straight ahead me, sandwiches, me, are kind of hard to come by on the North Shore. Yeah, let, let me ask you this. All right. uh, I asked uh, a customer uh, actually yesterday, and they suggested coffee raining. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Good yeah. thought. Yeah, they but, do a lot of sandwiches there. But it's a different style. They same level of quality, maybe even better. But their style of putting together sandwiches and salads and all that is really distinctive. It's their style, and I, I think I like it pretty well. What do you, do you mean by distinctive? What do you mean? Uh, you uh, let's say you go to a, a, a New York style deli, yeah, deli, yeah, and you start pulling things through here, and you you realize that these are different ingredients, different flavors, that are really different from what you have at home. Uh, they be a lot of smoking there that you might not expect. Uh, there are some sliced meats that are very, very thin, which something else I like to the normal way. And uh, also great uh, specials where you, you know, right there, right there on the table. There. They have good soups. Yeah, I mean, I guess Coffee Rainy would do in a pinch. I And I, and I guess maybe their Reuben would be good. I don't know. You know who does a really <laughs> well, great corned beef, but, but I've not seen it on a sandwich? Uh, I, Lake House does a good corned beef. Okay. God, what? I was going to make a statement about uh, the sandwiches you were getting down on. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Uh, it, it's uh, the uh, the one that's, that more people talk about all the time. That, that it's a uh, it starts off with. Uh, the, oh, did we lose yeah. him again? No, I'm still Is he here. Gone? Oh, okay. So uh, anyway, uh, you start off sometimes. Look. Reuben? You're talking about a Reuben? Reuben's yeah, what about it? And uh, I think they're a terrible idea. I know. From, from <laughs> yeah, you're asking Tom to talk about a Reuben, but he doesn't like Reubens. No, I, I really don't. But I, you can take all the same ingredients and come up with something pretty decent. But it, I, there's too much very liquidy on a Reuben. Uh, but they sound like a great idea when you read about them. And I like hear, the idea of marble rye. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's kind of a hard sandwich over here. I think you have to have a real sort of New York deli. And to me, the closest thing to that over on the North Shore. Do you remember the old Heroes? Yeah, I do. Is do, it still up? Jay, do you remember the old Heroes? Uh, where is that? Well, it, it's an it's gone. It's it's uh, it's where Sticks Barbecue is now, which previously was. I don't know, half a dozen things. It was bears at one time, but but it, back in the 90s, it was a place called Heroes, and you could get one of those there. But sandwiches are hard to come by on the North Shore. Yep, that's was true. That, was that the one on 22, Highway 22? Yes, uh-huh. I, I live very yeah. close. I had Actually, I had Sticks Barbecue Sunday. Uh, oh, I not like bad. It. I like it well enough. It's it's uh, it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's brilliant, but it's it's the best we're going to get on the North Shore. All right, Jay, we got to sure. move along. And uh, did uh, you have another just, question? Just, no, I, just, I'm just all for, set up. For, what? Don't worry. Just for keepsake, I used to have a Eat Club membership number. Oh, a Chow number. You know, we we keep having ago. the Chow number sort of float around. 
while we decide what we're going to do with them. They're coming back in some form, but we're, it's not a high priority with everything else we have going on. But some, at some right. point, they're coming back in a big way, but we just don't know how yet. So if you have yeah, one, I mean, hang on is, to it. If you several, don't, you can get another one ago. when we resuscitate them. Okay? Yep. No worries. All right. Take care. Okay. Thanks. All right. Do we still have another caller, Henry? Okay. Let's go to Ron. Ron? Is, which Ron? We have several of them. Probably the Good Ron. Good afternoon. It's Ron, Gloria. the gourmet waiter. How are you all Ron. doing? It's Ron, the gourmet waiter. Now, I wanted to let you know, normally when I call into a radio show, the, uh, the person that picks up the phone, they put you on hold, and at some point you come through. On your show, especially today, it starts off with prompt, courteous service from Henry. Henry doesn't just tell you, okay, we'll be with you in a few minutes. Thank you. I'm going to put you on hold. Henry actually came back to me, and he gave me the status of where I was. That's unheard wow, of. You just don't see that. Anyway, prompt, courteous service from Henry. My cheeks are turning rosy, Ron. Thank you very much. Do we have much. to tip Henry? Henry, do we have to tip you? No, no. Yeah. They take care of that. Thank you, though. <laughs> it's true. Henry, Henry's fantastic. Um, your caller, Jay, um, I have two uh, suggestions, and I think that they're both uh, plausible. They're, they're both, I think, good ideas. I used to be the GM of a po'boy shop here. And um, the first thing is, Henry, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Jay, Get a couple of uh, shops that you know make good sandwiches, okay, and call them up and tell them that you would love to see them run a Reuben special one day and give them time to order the ingredients in because I guarantee you if you had called me at Nola Po'boys, okay, on Bourbon Street in New Orleans when I was GM, I would have said, give me a week. And on my next food order, I ordered food twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I would have ordered everything that you would have needed to have that Reuben. And if we didn't know how to make it, I would have looked it up and I would have practiced it. So that way, when you came in, we were running a Reuben special and you'd get the sandwich you're looking for. Uh, the second suggestion is, uh, and I'm, you've probably done this because you probably are the Reuben king. Anyway, um, what I do is I make one at home. So I don't, uh, Marianne was sure. right when she described me as someone on the South Shore. I spend most of my time over here, but I do get to the North Shore somewhat. So, Jay, if I'm on You're the You're not North coming shore, over I'm, for drinks to the Coolwater Ranch. Um, I'll keep trying <laughs> at some point. Anyway, so well, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to a store like Equistapays. Okay, yeah. It sounds yeah, like that's, that's a big version of like a Dorinax or something. I haven't been there, but I want to go. So I'm probably going to go to Quiscapes, and I'm going to make this sandwich myself at home as well. That way I get one out as a special, and then I also make mine at home. I, I'm on your side entirely. I think that's a good thought. And, uh, you know, you look at a, a list of the ingredients that go in a, one of those sandwiches, really, you got it. It's not that hard. It's very, very simple. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't want to make a sandwich. Maybe he wants to go out and have it, because I'm sure he's thought of making a sandwich before. Okay. Sure. Uh, I have another one that's... Uh, What's that? And that is if you go out uh, or stay at home, either one, and you have a, a, a Reuben sandwich, the cheese against the... Uh, the, against the meat or the bread? The meat. Uh-huh. And then you come out with another layer. You go between, uh, between uh, the... Meat and the bread? That's right. And... Uh, what you're trying to avoid 
is having any anything that went mm -hmm. from touching the meat in particular, and especially the, the salad greens, because this makes all of the other elements in the in the sandwich to just start falling turning apart. to mush. Yeah, falling apart. And that ain't it. Yeah. Well, I don't think Reuben has any salad greens. All right, you got about a minute, sure. Ron. Well, that's pretty much it. I would start off, Jay, by calling a couple of your favorite sandwich shops and seeing if somebody would run it as a special. I know I would if you had called me. Anyway, great show as always. I'll listen. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, Thank Ron. You. I don't know. A Reuben is a simple sandwich it to is. make. Yeah. And I, I, they're not that easy to find in these parts. Um, I'll bet you Stein's Deli has a really great Reuben. Oh, they, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine if I, you need a Reuben, I, if you really need a Reuben, the place to get it would be Stein's Deli on the South Shore. Yeah, that's that is one that I just look at the amazing aspects yeah. of it because on this side of a very big and very well stocked up uh, grocery kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. With everything under glass. It's a unique place. It is, and it's distinctly Italian. You just go through and you're looking. It's distinctly at, New England, Northeast. And it's and if you just do a couple of little shifts over, you you do you get it back. It's, I don't know if he, is he from New York or Philadelphia. I think he might be from Philadelphia. And distinctly Northeastern, that's for sure. Anyway, if you're looking for a hardcore Reuben or any kind of New York style deli sandwich, that would be stop number one for moi. Uh, five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we would love to do the same with you. We are going to be talking to Allie Cousins and her daughter Taylor Healy uh, from Cousins Salad Dressing. They're going to talk about summer salads and ways to use uh, Cousins dressings, which if you don't, you should probably go and get. Five five six nine six nine six. We'll be back after the bottom of the hour news with the Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network News, I'm Kevin Barnhart. The state is monitoring an alarming trend of COVID-19 case numbers increasing among 18 to 29-year-olds in the state. Brooke Thorrington explains. Young people now lead the state in case numbers with just under 9,000. Assistant Health Secretary Dr. Alex B.U. believes misconceptions could be a factor. A sense of risk uh, associated with having COVID, feeling like there are not that many deaths in my, in my age group, so I can move out and about. So far, 10 deaths have been recorded in this age group. Dr. B.U. encourages young people to think about the consequences of their actions. It's about taking care of your health, taking care of your risks for spreading so that you don't fuel the spread in Louisiana. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The state reports 1,356 new COVID-19 cases today, the highest single-day increase since April 7th. Hospitalizations are up by 16 to 646. Vent usage is up by 14 to 83. Total fatalities, 3,021, up by 17. From the LouisianaRadioNetwork.com newsroom, I'm Kevin Barnhart. Let me start off by saying 2019 was an incredible year for the Tigers. 2020, however, the crazy part, ladies and gentlemen. Even without sports for the last few months, we here at Tiger Rack Magazine have been telling the stories behind LSU Athletics. And it's been filling our pages with can't miss content. Now we're looking forward to filling Tiger Stadium this fall. I have never had anything but a good time. But we gotta keep that coronavirus under control. The spread of the coronavirus is a serious matter. We're all in this together. The sports world is constantly moving and constantly changing. And Tiger Rack keeps you updated at the newsstands and on the web at TigerRack.com. On the 
internet worldwide. When it comes to LSU athletics, Tiger Rack Magazine is the MVP, most valuable publication. I'm standing in a cave with five full-grown tigers in line. Catch the stories you need to know with the real Tiger King online at TigerRack.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. I am I am smarting now of a big mistake that I just made. Oh, yes, I was telling our caller, Jay, to go to the Triple Nickel Grill for Reuben, just thinking that would be where he'd find one. And there isn't one on the menu, so scratch all that, Jay. Although the Fat Spoon Cafe is reported to have one. The Fat Spoon? Fat Spoon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to go there. I know you always go there. Let's talk to Allie Cousins and her daughter, Taylor Healy. Hi, girls. Hey, Lynn, how are you doing today? How, how, how's uh, Mr. Tom doing? You there, Mr. Tom? Well, Mr. Tom isn't much of him, but we'd like the Hey Happer. Let's say, what's the dingo, Barry? <laughs> the translation of that is, hi, Allie. <laughs> That's right. Hey. So it's, no, it's very nice to have you guys on. I know that on Wednesdays you do a Facebook Live sort of cooking show. <coughs> yes, we sure do. And um, that's why I have my daughter Taylor here today because uh, she hosts it every Wednesday uh, at Wonderful. 6 p.m. And it's called. And it's live. It's six p.m. on your on your cousin's Facebook page. Yes. Here, let me let her tell you about our show. Yeah. Okay. Hey. How y'all doing? Hi, Taylor. Um, hi. Hey. Yeah. I'm super excited to share it with you guys. We actually we do go live on Facebook every Wednesday at six p.m. Central Time, <laughs> and basically, as long as you follow our page, Cousins Products on Facebook. Um, actually, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash Cousins Products Renewed, and it'll bring you straight to our page. If you follow us, you'll get a notification when we go live. Um, and we do a new recipe every single week um, using each of our products each week. That way people can see that they're not just salad dressings, that there's so much more that you can do with them. Um, and we always do uh, extremely healthy options, too. Allie, I think the company is in good hands. I'll say. I mean, you, you come across as really having it all figured yes, out. Yes, she and, does. She's very and, impressive. And you do. It's, <laughs> that's, that's clearly true. These kids today. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, that you're doing the Facebook show, so tell us some of the things that you have cooked on. Uh, not cooked. It's really you're really not cooking much, are you? Or are you using the salad dressings in hot recipes? Do you do that? Um, actually, we we do actually cook with the uh, recipes. Taylor? Uh huh. Um, you do. You, know, like you do. Okay. What kind of things do you cook? Well. Uh, well, Girls? what we're doing, I, the recipe that I have for you today, it's not really cooked, but it, uh, but I could also share some of those other ones with you. Um, it's our, uh, you know, we're going to use our Cousins Creole tomato salad dressing this Wednesday. It's going to be the salad dressing that we're going to be using. And we're, I'm going to tell you the recipe. We're doing um, Creole tomatoes because they're in season right now, stuffed with caprice roasted chicken salad. 
That sounds good. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves it this time of year. Oh, I know. They're they're so beautiful. This, uh, so right tell now, us how too. you do it. All righty. How we do it is um, I'm going to. You have another I'm week gonna, and a half of them, right? It's like another week and a half before the season's over? Yes, I think so. It usually it lasts mid July is when the Creole tomatoes, yeah, the season ends. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, but they're, they're really looking good right now. So, but um, uh, let me let you, uh, I'm going to turn it over to my daughter, Taylor, because uh, she's actually making this tomorrow night on the show. And we also have a recipe already on our, um, our website. Facebook so. page. Okay. Yeah. It's here. She is. Hey, yeah, basically um, on our actual website, Cousins You guys sound exactly alike. I thought I thought Allie was Taylor. <laughs> you know what people tell us that all the time? They say that I even talk with my hands like she does, and I look exactly like her. <laughs> I'm a carbon copy. Oh, I've never been a person, but I could swear that, that you uh, were Allie just now. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much twin. We've got twin voices. <laughs> just like my mama. But yeah, we have um, an actual website on our website, CousinsProducts.com. We have a blog where we share all the recipes that we cook on the show. I actually recently just started it. So we have two recipes up at the moment. And the one we're doing tomorrow, the uh, stuffed Creole tomatoes, we have the recipe already up on the website. If you go check it out, CousinsProducts.com slash blog. Um, and it's right there with some delicious pictures that make you super hungry and ready to cook it. That's how we do. And basically, okay. So, um, what do you, <clears throat> tell us if you can tell us like a, a radio version of it. Uh -huh. Okay, of, of the actual recipe. Yeah. So, what you do is you get a nice roasted chicken, um, and you're going to need bacon, green onion, some fresh basil, water, mozzarella, and of course. Cousins Creole Tomato Salad Dressing. And we just basically get our big Creole tomatoes and we give them a, you know, we cut them into quarters, not cutting them all the way so that they flower open. We mix all those ingredients together real, real good. We, you know, pull the chicken off of the, off of the roasted chicken, shred it off. Do some nice crisp bacon, diced green onions. We chop up fresh basil. You do the water mozzarella crumbled in and folded in. And then you go ahead and just stuff that Creole tomato with, oh, yeah, of course you add Creole tomato salad dressing to it. And what's great about adding Creole tomato salad dressing to it is that you don't have to add any salt or pepper or any seasonings because it carries all of the flavor in the dressing, which is great, especially the garlic. And um, you take that mixture once it's all nice and mixed up, and you go ahead and just stuff that Creole tomato as much as you want. And it is one of the most delicious things you could have in Creole tomato season. Basil makes everything fresh tasting, doesn't it? I think so. It's it's light and fresh. Yeah, that's a good good way of. Yeah, I mean basil is a is a, you, you just pull a leaf and it's just like inhaling freshness. Fresh. Yeah, fresh. I mean it's it's just the epitome of freshness. That sounds really good. Rotisserie chicken. Uh, I mean, is that what you're talking about? Are you talking about roasting your own chicken? I mean, you can use a rotisserie chicken, can't you? Sure. Why not? 
Yeah, of course. Uh, I like to pick mine up at Aquista Paces in Covington. That's my favorite place because you can literally, you can physically see them roasting the chickens. Um, you know, and we just love that store. So um, I like to get mine there because they're super fresh. Rouse's also does a really good one. And, um, you know, it saves you a little time. I, you know, I have a four-month-old, so I don't have time to roast my own chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Taylor, how long have you been working with your mom? Yeah, definitely since I was 12. Um, when I was 12 years old, we started at the farmer's market in Covington, and, you know, we were in the kitchen, you know, making our own labels off the computer and she was cooking it and I was helping her pour it into jars and we just went to the farmer market with our little box and she asked me when we first brought it what we should call it and I said, well, mama, it's got Creole tomatoes in it, so we should just call it Creole tomato. <laughs> so I've been with her a very They're just so long simple, time. you know, those kids. Yeah. So you've yeah. been working with her for, well, what, you're 30 now, so 18 years. So you guys have pretty much just been side by side for all that time, huh? Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, things, you know. things have changed in all that time for sure, particularly in the last, I don't know, I'd say five years or so. So how have you taken the company into the, Instagram era, Taylor? Well, uh, when I first, you know, um, about a year ago, I kind of came in and realized that she wasn't utilizing all of her social media advertisement options. So I thought it would be a great idea to, you know, we kind of talked about starting a cooking show. So I started off with posting recipes on our Instagram. Um, you know, on our Facebook, just trying to get people excited about doing different things like stuffed peppers um, with our olive oil and herb vinaigrette or, you know, marinating a really good steak or a fish. And um, also, I try to encourage people who use our product to tag us and show us how they like to use it. You know, we're really interested in our customers. We really care about what they like to do with it. You know, we want to know what their favorite things are. So I do get a lot of our customers tagging us in really fun recipes, which is where I get a lot of my ideas other than my mom's mental cookbook, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How big is the cookbook? Is the, is the cookbook on the website? No, oh, no, no. I said her mental cookbook because the thing with my oh. mom is that she's got a recipe. <laughs> She's not writing it down. She's very secretive. So when I want to learn how to cook something, I'll call her and I'll make sure I write every single detail down and then I'll go hide it somewhere. <laughs> I was about to say, and then you eat it, right? You eat the paper and swallow it. Yeah, um, ma'am. So, <laughs> so tell me about marinating a steak. In, uh, is, it, is it in the olive oil and herb dressing? No. I mean, Hi, Mary. I, oh, okay. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's Allie here. Um, Ashley, uh, I usually um, marinate that. I like to marinate the steak and the blue cheese myself and then um, grill it. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but it's so freaking good. It, it just, for some reason, uh, gives you, you it You marinated it in, in what? Blue cheese. Uh, 
in the, and blue, the blue cheese. cheese. Ah, huh? Yeah, it can well, blue be cheese and steak and blue cheese and and beef. You know, I mean, you have the blue cheese burgers. You know, I mean, that makes sense, huh? And, and at least, does it impart a lot of flavor when when it's put on the grill? Oh yes, it sure does, especially with the uh, uh, the Worcestershire and the um. It just kind of melts down and kind of cooks really, really good, you know. And the flavor is just uh, gives it a little extra flavor, you know. And that I sounds actually add- great. Okay, we have to we have to take a little break right now. We're gonna go ahead okay. and, and break. And Allie, think about I don't know. Do we have to forget the recipe after you tell us, or would you consider sharing that one with us? Because that sounds like something I'd really want to try. Anyway, think about it, and we'll be back after these messages to talk more with Allie Cousins and her daughter, Taylor Healy, from Cousins Products. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, indeed. Uh, Mimi's, just want to let you know, is doing Sunday now, 11 to 3. So it's not brunch, but it is lunch, and it is good. So go out there and try it, Mimi's and Chalmette. All right, are you going to share with us? I mean, you don't have to, but can you part with that uh, marinated blue cheese dressing steak recipe, Allie? Sure. Um, Yeah, I guess... um, trying to think of the best kind of steak that I like to cook it in. Um, which I, I, doesn't Tom like those sirloins? Isn't that his favorite? Tom, your Tom, favorite is a uh, sirloin, strip, the strip. A, yeah, a sirloin and a strip are more or less the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, they, it's that's my favorite cut. Uh, there <laughs> are different ways of cooking it and putting it together that I like better. But uh, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I would take your favorite steak is of any kind that you like. Um, my favorite is um, oh goodness, um, filet mignon. Oh, uh-huh. and okay. everybody's favorite, but, but with good well, reason. Well, not everybody's, Tom. You're the holdout. I think only five percent of people are strip eaters. Go ahead. I mean, I even love New York strip too. That's my second favorite, but. Um, basically, what I do is I take the um, the steak and uh, salt and pepper it uh, with, you know, kind of, uh, in fact, Tom taught me to do that is kind of heavy on the salt and the pepper because our products, they don't care. We don't, we don't add any salt to our products at all. So um, you might want to salt and pepper your steak, and then I put it in a plastic. 
plastic Ziploc bag, the steak, and then I add the blue cheese. And then, of course, I mix it really good and marinate it, I don't know, for about an hour. But um, I also learned a trick from a chef. If you um, need to marinate something really quick and fast, um, you just put it in the freezer for about 10 minutes. Not, you know, of course, after it's thawed for just 10 minutes. And for some reason, it marinates at a faster rate. So, huh. you know, I, I know I, 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 I use that trick all the time, you know. So, but, um, and then after I marinate it, of course, you know, you have your grill nice and hot and everything. And, and then I like to skew some really wonderful vegetables. And then I'll marinate my vegetables in the olive oil and herb vinaigrette like uh, red bell pepper, mushrooms, squash, um, red onions, zucchini, and then I'll marinate those and, of course, salt and pepper them a little bit and uh, I'll skew them and then I just cook the uh, everything on the grill, um, the steaks and the, and the skewed vegetables. Sounds good to me. That does sound good. That really, I love that olive oil and herb vinaigrette. I really, really, it's it's very fresh and uh, it's it's light. And I, I, you know, anything olive oil based. When I uh, uh, do my like a salad in the lightest possible way, I usually just do a little bit of olive oil and lemon juice. But that is like a right right in there with that. Just the olive oil and and herb vinaigrette is really good. Are you gonna tell us? You, and I, I'm not, you know leaning on you here but you said that you have a new product coming out are you ready to say what that is or are you getting close with that or what well uh i really i can't tell you the name of it but and yeah it's, it's when can in, we look for it i would say possibly in about two and a half months but i'd love to come back on once it's uh in production and um, share it with you guys. Consider um, it done and, and give us some recipes for using that one too. Okay, are you, are you up for talking a little bit about the history of the company? Can, can you oh, do that? Do you mind doing that? Sure, sure I'd love to. Um, like I said, um, we, I, I started farming with my dad about back in 2002 and um, for extra money, I started making my homemade salad dressings and selling them at the farmer's market along with his produce. And the dressings were so good that my customers, we, we got so busy that I couldn't, um, I couldn't sell the produce anymore because we're so busy with the salad dressings, making them. And um, we got a, uh, me and my husband, Jack at the time, got a God bless his soul. He recently passed in last August, but he um, got a call from a really famous chef. I'd rather not use his name, but um, and he said he wanted a, he ordered a case of it, and he came running to me and said, "Al, you're not going to believe who called, and we've got something, baby." You know. Yeah, and then um, you know, after that is kind of when you know it. Ex- Exploded in a sense of going into the stores. Actually, our first store that we ever entered in was Langenstein's, um, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's been it's been a crazy ride. You know, she originally started making the blue cheese salad dressing, and one night, you know, um, she ran out of blue cheese, and she and you know she 
she wasn't really sure what to do. So she asked our, my papa, Jim Core, if uh, she, you know what, if she could have some Creole tomatoes, and she went and picked them out the field, and that's how the Creole tomato salad dressing was born. It was kind of a last-second thing, and my mom is just blessed with the talent of throwing some stuff together and it tasting out of this world. People tell us all the time that the Creole tomato is almost addictive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just feeling. Yeah. These two are messing with my mind. I thought it was Allie talking, and then she started talking about her mother, and then I realized it was Taylor. That's how close they sound to each other. So uh, you have the blue cheese. You gave us a recipe for the blue cheese. You gave us uh, not a recipe for uh, for the vegetables with the herb and olive oil vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. One for the Creole tomatoes. So, uh, do you have any other personal faves you like to do with any of the dressings? Well, yeah, our um, our fresh salsa picante is actually really great with any kind of seafood marinated uh, or also chicken. My mom is actually we did this on one of our very it was one of the very first cooking shows we did live on Facebook, and we marinated. Um, chicken wings in the salsa. Oh, that sounds good. Yes, it was out of this world. We did a nice blue cheese wedge on the side. But, um, yeah, marinating the chicken wings in the salsa, of course, with a little Abita Indigator beer thrown in there. Um, It's just a really great way to give you a totally different chicken wing uh, with lots of flavor. And of course, we. That does sound really good. So, how long has your show been on? Uh, How long have you been doing the Facebook show? Um, I'd say it's been about. I started when I was pregnant, so it has. It's been at least four months. (laughs) Um, So it's fairly new. Okay. When I started, yeah. So it's been about four months now. So you have a four-month-old. Yes. And and you're helping your mom. Okay. Yes. So she's like a superwoman, I guess. Anyway, uh, it's, I just take my vitamins. I'm I'm a normal girl. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, yeah and well, I'm glad that the two of you too. are working together because I think it's I think it's going to be great. It's you know girls girls doing their thing. The the younger daughter though, you have a, another younger daughter, Allie. Is she also in the business? Uh, yes, uh, she comes in and does bottling and capping for me. And that's my beautiful daughter, Savannah Cousins. And, uh, yeah, okay. she's 16. And, so it's uh, definitely a family affair. Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, my first cousin actually works with me now, uh, Sonia. So, yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a family what, what, affair. Sonia? Wait, what was her the name again? Her name is Sonia. Sonia? Okay. No. Wait, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so what other? Do you have any other um, recipes? Because we only got about another couple of minutes. Do you have anything else you would like to share with us? I'm writing these down. Sure. Uh, I tell you the. Um, what's another one? Um, we could do uh, the grilled chicken and zucchini noodle pasta with cousins Creole tomato. Um, this is keto friendly. Um, and what we did is and that's, we made, that's a heated one or is that a pasta salad? 
it's uh, heated. It's it's cooked. And um, what we did, we made the uh, noodles out of zucchini uh, into pasta noodles. And um, how does the salad dressing perform? under heat does it become like an oil almost like an an oleo an oily an oli an aioli i should say <laughs> it kind of turns huh. into that but yeah That's if you toss it like in pasta and uh we did it was chicken and um and mushrooms and um green onions and um Salt. That sounds oh, good. I'm going to yeah. try that because I uh, I would imagine that it becomes just a, um, a, a like a like you said an alio olio but with some seasoning in it and some flavoring to it. So that that does sound interesting. So all of these are or are any of them anywhere to be found on the website or the Facebook page? Uh, yes, all of the uh, locations where they're carried. I do want to say that they all of our products are carried in the produce department um, under refrigeration by the fresh lettuce and um, vegetables. And um, yeah, um, no, I was talking about the recipes. Are the recipes oh, uh, on your Facebook page and on the website? The ones that you were mentioning today and others that people might want to try. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm going to turn that over to Taylor because she knows all about the website. Yeah. See, they tricked me again. I thought I was talking girl. to Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually just started um, a blog on our website, and we are, every time we do a show on Wednesday, um, that night I post the recipe for um, what I cooked on the show that day. Um, before I was just doing the show and a lot of people kept saying, wait, where do you have this written down? Like, I'd love to do this myself. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Post it anywhere. So I just started the blog. We have two recipes on there. We have the grilled chicken and zucchini noodle pasta, which my mom talked okay. about, which is keto friendly. And then we also have our um, the Capri style roasted chicken salad stuffed Creole tomato recipe on there, which we will be cooking this Wednesday. So every time we do a show, uh, we are now posting those recipes on our website at CousinsProducts.com. Um, to get straight to the blog, you can go to CousinsProducts.com slash blog. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be new recipes every week. Okay, and your Instagram is? Instagram is just Cousins Products all together. Cousins Products, yes. okay. Cousins all right. Products is And the show Instagram. is at 6 o'clock on Wednesday? What you said? Yeah, the show is on our Facebook um, at Cousin, you know, Cousin Products Facebook page every Wednesday at six o'clock. And like I said, if you follow us, then you will immediately get a notification once we go live, so you'll never miss a show. Okay. Thank you, ladies, Allie Cousins and Thank Taylor you. Healy of Cousins Products, Cousins Salad Dressing, the famous Creole tomato salad dressing. Glad you could join us today. We'll talk later when the new when the new one comes out. Thanks very much, ladies. Thank Bye. you, Marianne. Thank you, Tom. All right. We are going to have more show, Vintage Tom, at uh, in the 3 o'clock hour and uh, some more of the Almanac, which we need to. And we will be back 
after the uh, after the top of the hour news from the Louisiana Radio Network five five six nine six nine six. If you would like to chat with us about whatever it is that you would like to talk about, do with food. That's what we do, and we'll keep doing it. Why not? Yes, and it is National Vichyssoise Day. We'll talk a little bit about that when we come back as well. You're listening to WGSO. It's time for the top of the hour news of Louisiana Radio Network. Want to hear more than just the same sports topics about the same sports teams? Then tune in to All Season Long with me, Sean Ross, Thursdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. We're on pace to complete 450 miles by the end of the year and 500 miles almost immediately thereafter. We may even have the 500 miles by the end of the year. The president heading to Phoenix, where he will also be delivering remarks later this afternoon. A nation's top infectious disease expert is troubled by the coronavirus surges in a number of states. We're now seeing a disturbing surge of infections that looks like it's a combination, but one of the things is an increase in community spread. NIH veteran Dr. Anthony Fauci testifying before a Senate committee. Fauci says he's cautiously optimistic that a vaccine will be available by the end of the year. This is USA Radio News. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer is pouring cold water on Republicans' police reform bill, saying that no meaningful legislation can emerge from it. Speaking on the Senate floor, the New York Democrat says the bill Republicans proposed falls short. But the Republican legislation pretends as if the cancer of police brutality is in fact, is in reality, little more than a runny nose. Schumer without proof saying the Republicans created a bill just to get the burden of police brutality off their shoulders. Vice President Mike Pence is meeting with students and local leaders in Waukesha, Wisconsin to discuss charter and private voucher schools. Pence saying Wisconsin has been in the forefront on the school choice movement and calling President Trump a great champion of choice. And as Wisconsin has demonstrated every day that by, by empowering parents where to choose where their children go to school, we're uh, uh, we're inviting excellence all across uh, education, and you're certainly seeing that. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at umove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Senators are looking at the response to the current coronavirus pandemic 
and any outbreak in the future. Four months ago, five months ago, we were in the midst of the impeachment of a president. Today, that seems like ancient Roman history. That makes it imperative that Congress act on needed changes this year in order to better prepare for the next pandemic. That's Senate Help Committee Chairman Republican from Tennessee, Lamar Alexander. Democrats on the committee quick to attack the president, saying the White House isn't taking COVID-19 serious, and they believe the pandemic is over. A survey finds single man's choice of pets can affect their dating life. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes has a story. I got cat class and I got... Uh, rain chance will taper off tonight, but it's coming back pretty high tomorrow, high again Wednesday. So daily, with disturbances moving across, rounds of showers and thunderstorms are becoming likely. Tapering off with fewer storms later on in the week, on into the weekend. More sunshine and more heat daily. Till then, 80s to 90 today, rain cold spots and a couple of sunny breaks. Some of the storms could produce brief but heavy downpours. Coming back to a likely chance of activity returning tomorrow. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Think about everything that you save. You save gas, you save money, you save time. But have you ever thought about saving life? That's right, life. In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. And isn't that the best thing to save? The need for blood is as universal as it is constant. You save gas, you save money, you save time. Save life, give blood. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. This is the aggravated <laughs> and creole tomato culture, which we will love and return it to you on the food show, a one of a kind that you were invited. Ah. And it starts at the beginning of the program. So, ah. did we miss anything? I don't know. How many times? I don't know. Hi, folks. You're mm. listening to The Food Show. Tom and Marianne Fitzmorris here. If you'd like to chat with us about food, call us at 556-9696. That's what we're here for, just to talk about food. Although, I failed IJ. You failed him? I failed him. I directed him to the triple nickel grill for his oh. Reuben. Mm, yeah. And they don't even have Could one be. on the menu. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <coughs> Rubens are hard to find, though. <clears throat> They're really hard to find. All right, Tom. All right, yes. You've been to Chef Ron's Gumbo Stop, right? I have. <clears throat> we spent the better part of a morning there. And? And it was uh, it just like uh, writing the perfect uh, take Neighborhood cafe kind of place. Perfect neighborhood cafe. Well, it was, uh, you know, this is not a polished restaurant, but nobody no. cares but, about it. But a neighborhood that. cafe is never a polished place. No, and, and it doesn't make any sense. What, what they've got going there, uh, they, you say the word roast beef in there, so probably roast beef uh, poor boy there. Then you say, I'd like some uh, fried catfish, bang. I want to get some gumbo six different kinds, bang. And it's, it's <laughs> unbelievable how good these guys are. 
and, and they uh, they've been doing it for eight years. Eight years. Yeah. And I remember when it first came out, when they first rolled out the place. I was doing the radio show for quite some time, and she called, uh, or some of her friends and customers came in and pointed the place out, and I took me a while before I could get there, and then there it was there, and it was terrific, and it's it's almost too good to be real. Well, that's 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 uh, a little excessive. It's a nice really it's a mean, nice gourmet place with good food. You know, name name a, a quick dish. Just just throw one at me. A quick dish. Yeah. Um, I, a quick dish. I don't know. <laughs> oh. A salad, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't make. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I know that. I know. I had a not quick dish. I had some fried chicken, and that was really, really good. Oh, there uh, you are. They, Bing. yeah, they have. Uh, it's good. It's good. It, uh, you know what? I think his slogan is absolutely perfect. It ought to be on everything. He says, "I cook it like <laughs> your mama would," and that's, that's right. really, really sums it up. They're open regular hours. Yeah, eleven to nine, and uh, they are located except for uh, Sunday and Monday. They open again on Tuesday. Uh, 2309 North Causeway Boulevard, right there at the interstate. And if you want to call them and ask them a question or two, 835-2022, Chef Ron's Gumbo Stop. And that is a good little place in Metairie. Go to gumbostop.com. That's their website. All right, Tom. Yes. Speaking. It's National Vichyssoise Day. Ah, Vichyssoise. I love Vichyssoise. You actually have a lot of stuff written about Vichyssoise in your almanac. You want to talk about it a little yeah, bit first try. before I start reading? No, you go ahead and do it. I, I want to see what I failed. Vichyssoise. I'm not saying you did. I'm this kidding. is your almanac. This is good stuff. Uh, that's why we use it all the time. It sounds good this time of year. It's a rich soup made with potatoes and leeks with cream and sometimes sour cream. Its most distinctive quality is that it's served cold, ice cold, in fact. A lot of people find that very peculiar. I find it off-putting. I do not like soup. I don't, oh. no. Actually, Tom, that's not true. Yeah. You made an avocado soup. Do you remember when you were making an avocado soup? It was a... It was, a, it was for one of those dinners you come. Uh, dinner, yeah, yeah. That somebody was buying $500 worth. Of. Yeah, it was one of those things. And it was really good. You had a cold avocado soup, and I thought that was really good. That was the only cold soup that I could ever really get into. I, um, I mean, gazpacho I like, but uh, but this was this avocado soup was really good. It was like a, it was like a if you could think of like a guacamole. It had some tomato in it too, but it was good, Tom. I yeah. wish you could remember the recipe for that. Anyway, oh, um, I can. You can. I, I think. Together. Okay, restaurants with elaborate service used to serve vichyssoise in a round bottom bowl resting in a bigger bowl, usually made of silver plate filled with crushed ice. The only restaurant in New Orleans that you know that still serves it that way is Antoine's, but then only if you get a bowl of it. I didn't even know they had vichyssoise there. Vichyssoise was originally neither French nor cold. It was created in the United States less than 100 years ago by Louis Diat, a famous French chef in New York. You know, if He's, I could just ju jump in, just in. jump right on in. It's amazing how many extreme, uh, really great dishes show up in restaurants that were actually created by Americans from one end to the other. And it, we do it as well as they do it on just about everything. I think that's probably true. Yeah. 
the version of a soup his mother used to make. There's no doubt about its goodness. The only barrier for first diners is getting past the idea of a cold soup. Although such a thing might seem immensely Her. popular in the summer. What? Huh? I was saying? just sending out a note to the... To the... To the, the horizon? The horizon. Well, the, <laughs> the one that's... To the ether? What? No, it's going in a circle around our planet. Uh -huh. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Although such a thing might seem immensely popular in the summer, in fact, cold soups never sell very well anywhere. Terrible. It makes you as a gourmet. It marks you as a gourmet if you do order it, which is reason enough right there. Why? Because everybody wants to be a gourmet? I don't care about that. Well, it's just <laughs> nobody I mean, seems to uh, to make a registration of it being a soup in the cold. It, it's, it's two things that yeah, don't go work. together. Yeah. The potatoes and leeks are like I would much prefer to have the same soup with potatoes and leeks, with a big old bunch of melted cheddar in there, and a hot and a hot uh, soup on a cold day. The potatoes and leeks sure. are completely pureed, and there shouldn't be even little pieces of anything. Snipped chives floating on the surface are a classic garnish. My friend Kit Wool, who wrote the new Arno's cookbook, came up with the great idea of sprinkling Roquefort cheese into Vichyssoise at the table, which is probably the greatest advance in the history of the dish. A few restaurants deviated from the original recipe and came up with other cool soups. Upper line, great chef Tom Kalman used to do it with watercress or bell peppers, and those were delicious. I could see that, but I don't know. A cold soup just seems blasphemous. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think so. Well, there's lots of different ways to do everything. Yes. So why not? Okay. All right. Um, I think, is Henry saying that we have a caller? Did you hear that? Caller? Here, you have a call. Yes. Well, Let's find out who it is. Hmm? Dan? Dan? Yes. Come yes. on in. Glad to talk to you all. Yeah, first time caller since you've been on the... Uh, New station, quote unquote. Well, thank you. So, uh, really appreciate yeah. it. I mean that sincerely. Yeah, got a question about this. May be an old subject matter, and you might have reviewed it uh, since it uh, Chef Duke opened his new place, Dab uh, yeah. Dab's Bistro. So, have you all been there? And and what do you think? How's the food? I've I've been there three times so far, and uh -huh. I I uh, feel like. We're looking at somebody who has a little bit more work to do it, but he'll do it. What's the what okay. bistro? What do you say? It's uh, uh, <coughs> Orleans Bistro. Is well, that what I, you're talking about? No, no, no. Dabs is what he got. Oh, real dabs, name. dabs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's an old <laughs> friend of mine, and uh, and a, a great guy. He's been in a bunch of other restaurants. But he's had a tough uh, way of getting through this. It's not his fault. He's in a neighborhood that really yeah. is tough to make work. Uh, it's okay. it's too it, it's hidden in a lot of ways. But you just grab the food and bring it over, and you've got some yeah. uh, or dinner there. You know, uh, you'll hear nothing yelling from me. About Do you him. like it? Right. Has uh, he been? I've not. Uh, I've not been. Uh, there, uh, that's why I kind of called y'all just to, you know, but there, there are a number of places that I've not been out since the COVID, but, uh, that's one of the places I had on my list. And, uh, uh, 
what are some of the other station it was it was brought out so uh, so anyhow I just thought I'd what are some of the others on your list um, well I don't live in New Orleans I used to but uh, I live north of Atlanta I've got family living in New Orleans I, I used to live there years ago but uh, anyhow I haven't been back in six months so <laughs> uh-huh. I'm uh, um, Dabs is uh, if you're familiar with the old Cafe Giovanni, yes, yes, it's nothing like it. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's unique. It, it has nothing to do with it at all, except okay. chef is in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, um, and he's a good chef. The food yeah. at Dabs is uh, it's it's New Orleans food. Yeah, right. Um. I guess it's kind of just like basic, basic New Orleans food. I haven't been able to decide what I think about it. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, that's a good choice. Uh, yeah, I'd say the, the food is is kind kind of um, all over the place, but it would be just good versions of local food. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can give you a little story here. I think it's if, still feeling right. its way. Let's put it that way. No, good. Okay. I have a, right. a, a quick little story sure. uh, that I think captures uh, one of some of the things about him. Uh, a long time when he was in the uh, uh, very at the very beginning, and there was a sign hanging over the the entrance. Uh, Are we talking about dabs at dabs? No, no, this is in the French Quarter. Oh, Giovanni, okay. Cafe Giovanni. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, I I went there like at once a week or maybe less. We we were there all the time. But uh, one day uh, he was doing a a dining. uh, A feed me? Not a feed. No, no. No, he was working. It was a wine uh, uh, tasting. And he was doing it in his place. And he brought a really nice uh, chef's uh, 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 <laughs> what? steak. It looks like I'm having trouble with this. It's a, it's a, a knife, and it, but it's a chef's knife. Yeah. A big, right. big chef's knife. Really beautiful, very heavy in its way. Yeah. And, uh, and what happened, somebody who came in who had just done something very important for me, and uh, I gave it to him, but I, I told him, you've you got to give this to Chef Giovanni. Anyway, when we went back and walked forth on this. I still have the, I, it's the best nice I have. I killed you if wow. you come to my why, house. Why, why did you not give it to him? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, when I told you there, I was twisting the, the, the line there. I'm sorry, I, I goofed that up. But, uh, but here right. I have, if you ever come over to my house, <laughs> I, I I will show you this knife, and you will say, "No wonder anybody can get worked up." I no of the one's knife. coming to our house. All right. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Um, we have to take a break. Did you want to hang on, or is does that help at all? Probably not. Uh, just, I don't think just we helped one last, very que- much. One last yeah. question. This is real quick. Do Do you feel that the restaurants in town and in out in Metairie area are, have opened up and doing well, or is it just kind of a mixed bag of you know, of that kind of reality. There's definitely, there's definitely, that's a mixed bag on some things and some ways in which they're a lot better than they 
uh, deserve to be. But I think sure. for the most part, they have put it back together. And uh, right. I expect that uh, 10 years from now, it'll still be swinging. Sure. I hope so. Okay. Well, Thank there's you. a lot Thank of them you. that don't make that far <laughs> or low, lower. All right. Thank you for calling. Uh, I think if you are in Atlanta and you want to come to eat in New Orleans, you should absolutely do that. There's enough to be had. And if you get the seafood poor boy, no, wait, that's something else. That's <laughs> let's take a break. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Ever since the lockdown began, food delivery has risen to a place of high prominence. Our dog wants his treats delivered to him as he stares at us. Even Tom has conceded that gourmet food can still be delicious after it has been delivered to your door. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Regardless of what happens next, delivery of food is here to stay. Do it with a local company. Do it a lot cheaper than the big guys, Delivery Nola. They deliver everyone who is anyone. Download the app. Go to DeliveryNola.com. That's D-L-I-V-E-R-Y Nola.com. The Pelican Club is one of the best restaurants that has ever been in New Orleans. Now celebrating 30 years, owner Richard Hughes offers a polished and more sophisticated version of all the classic New Orleans dishes with a modern twist like his signature seafood martini and Asian-inspired whole fried fish. This place just feels good to me, and the food is always superb. The Pelican Club, 312 Exchange Place at Bienville, 523-1504. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. You know, Tom, today in 1955, Disney animated feature Lady and the Tramp. Which uh -huh. is, it's in your almanac because it featured the two dogs sucking on the same spaghetti noodle. Do you remember that? I like, I, I'm all in favor of noodles. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking about that when I read it, and I was thinking about ways that spaghetti has been featured in on the screen, because one of my favorite ways that spaghetti has been featured on the screen would be in that I Love Lucy episode, uh -huh. where she was eating the spaghetti and it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't stop coming and then Ethel took out a pair of scissors and snipped it. Did you remember that one? Oh, sure. When they were... I could forget that. That's a famous piece of TV. Oh, it was, it was so hysterically funny. But we did on the old show, back at the old place, uh, we did something, and I'm trying to remember what it was that spawned this particular conversation about food in movies. And I guess that's what it was. But 
we were talking about particularly I Love Lucy. Oh, I think it was maybe the beginning of the I Love Lucy series or something. Yeah. And we talked about Probably. food in the I Love Lucy series and all of the different ones that uh, that were just, of course, so hilarious, like Lucy and the Chocolate Factory. Can anybody remember Lucy's uh, commercials? Uh, the, her, her, not her Vitamin commercials. Vegemin? Uh, it, <clears throat> no, her, the, uh, the music that he used at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I wasn't expecting perfection. That was as good as it got. The only uh -huh. way I could even top you is to do it a little by whistling. Okay, do it yourself. Go ahead. thinking Tom when I'm listening to you whistle the I Love Lucy tune I'm thinking about our friends Oliver and Carolyn who had moved here from Texas yeah and they this was I don't know years ago 30 years ago something like that and Hap Glotty the late great Hap Glotty who was a radio guy legendary broadcaster in New Orleans and I was on WWL and was, I remember them first. saying that they had just moved to New Orleans and the first thing they heard was Hap Glotty on the radio and they looked at each other and they said, this is on the radio? What have we done? And I wonder how many people are thinking that very thing about uh -huh. this show right now. <laughs> good, good thought. Help us, help us. 556-9696 is the number. We are just, as you can uh, ascertain already, just babbling about food that's what we do and we do it with each other but we'd love to do it with you if you would like to call us at five five six nine six nine six time your words to eat by today is ferdinand point one of the classic french chefs in the first half of the 1900s and he said a bernays sauce is simply an egg yolk a shallot a little tarragon vinegar and butter but it takes years of practice for the result to be perfect you know i used to say i didn't like bernays sauce but i do like bernays sauce so oh, i, I guess it. tom after all of these years you finally made me a gourmet no that's definitely not true but i do like bernays sauce was the bernays you had at galatoire's the other night good it was good and it was the thing that it's always good on and that is lamb lamb and uh Thank God, no mint jelly anymore. Thank God well, we gravitated past the mint jelly. Yeah, and uh, and the other couple of things. One of them was that the seafood uh, seafood potato. Wait a minute, the uh, potatoes. The uh, 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 we had hash browns. Hash brown. No, they, the, the little ones that blow up. Brabant. Oh, Braban. souffle, souffle potatoes. Souffle yeah. Potato. Uh, okay. What about yeah. it? Souffle. Oh, they serve those with bernays too, right? Uh, they do. As yeah. a uh -huh. So the Bernays was a good version of Bernays sauce. Yeah, it was. Uh -huh. It was good. The the funny thing uh -huh. was, uh, in the like in the middle of dinner. Yeah. Or actually near the beginning, uh, oysters Rockefeller wasn't invented by Galatoire's, but it, uh, they, do you like that version better than Antoine's? Because it looks uh, like no, it. No, no, oh, definitely really? is really? better than huh. it's not. Uh, Cafe, I think it looks better. I mean, I, I'm not an Oysters Rockefeller expert, but I think it looks better. Yeah, 
Maybe so, but the, the, the Galatoire's version of it is very spicy, and it doesn't... Yeah, yeah it is. I, I don't like that. Oh, I, okay. I, I push that over and do it the way uh, they've always done okay. it. Okay. I mean, my opinion, uh, obviously... Well, yeah, I mean, everybody has their own opinion. You're certainly entitled to it. You're certainly entitled to an opinion about food more than just about anyone else I can think of. Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. See, don't you want to help us out of our foolishness? Sure. Call us. All right, Tom, Brick Oven Cafe. You liking Brick it? Brick Oven Cafe. Brick Oven Cafe, good place to get pasta with red sauce that has been cooked all day and has that, that your mama's kind of red sauce bubbling over with cheese, mm -hmm. all from the brick oven in the center of the room. A lot of that going on. A lot of that going on. Also, big pizzas with a great pizza crust and all of your favorite toppings. I love their pizza. I hadn't been there in a long time. Wait, uh, say it again because I'll bet you people are listening to The Brick Oven the in brick Kenner. Oven. The Brick Oven. This is oven out in near the airport. Yes, with the Statue of Liberty out front at the corner of Veterans Boulevard and Williams Boulevard by the airport. There's Rick only one problem cafe. with it. If you, if you go there, you'll like the food. The food is yeah. really quite good. And you'll probably like the wines, too. They have a whole new wine menu with a lot of new stuff. Go ahead. Is that true? Yeah. Because when we were there, yeah. how long ago was that? That wasn't a year ago. Yeah. No, the wine menu is really, really good. So, um, so except what? Actually, they we're it, doing a commercial, so yeah. except what is well, probably not good. Go I was there with my sisters. Yeah. And... Uh, and we immediately were shaking our head and wonder uh, they didn't have any alcoholic well, stuff they, at all. Yes, no wine, but they no have beer, they no. have a brand new menu, a brand new wine menu, and it's going to be it's a lot of great uh, Italian wines, especially, and a lot of new stuff that he has not previously had nor has anyone else, because there are new blends. So go see him out of the Brick Oven. Brand new renovation, too, which they definitely did need. Well, good. The Brick Oven Cafe at the corner of Williams Boulevard and Veterans Highway, 25 Williams Boulevard. That phone number is 4662097. The Brick Oven Cafe. Go ahead and see them. It's, it, you haven't seen the brick oven if you haven't seen it lately. All right, bottom of the hour news now, Louisiana Radio Network. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. Young people ages 18 to 29 lead the state in positive COVID-19 cases for a total of just under 9,000. That's approximately 1,900 more than those 60 and older. Assistant Health Secretary Dr. Alex Bu says the increase could be due to the age group returning to the workforce or a misconception about the virus. Feeling like um, there are not that many deaths in my in my age group, so I can move out and about. And if I get COVID, it'll be like the flu and I'll, I'll move on. Talk to your friends and family and neighbors who've had COVID and learn that it's actually much more serious than the flu. New cases for the state increased today by 1,356. Senator Bill Cassidy says Congress is working on another round of federal economic relief that fills the $600 a week federal unemployment benefit must be changed. Cassidy says one of his constituents says the unemployment benefits are making it difficult to staff their business as the economy begins to reopen. With unemployment, the people who formerly worked for him are making more than they were working for him. Now, that just doesn't work. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. I've had my fair share of experiences with disasters. The best response to disasters is be prepared. 
Get a game plan for you and your family before the storm approaches. First responders may not be able to get to all the areas in need of help immediately after an emergency. Be prepared to take care of your family and yourself for the first 72 hours. So please plan ahead. For more information on this, visit volunteerlouisiana.gov or getagameplan.org. Hello everyone, Governor John Bell Edwards here. Thank you for getting us to phase two as we move forward while still battling COVID-19. More businesses can now operate with mitigation protocols in place to keep their employees and customers safe. Visit opensafely.la.gov to get the latest details. All business owners should read the new order to understand how it impacts their business. Let's keep working together. Thank you and God bless. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. I get misty just holding your hand. Yes, indeed. Basil's is where to go for your 4th of July cookout. I hope you made it over there before Father's Day if you did. And need something else for Fourth of July? Going back there. If you didn't, then you need something for Fourth of July. That's Basil's oh, hardware. Because it, it is true that a good cookout always That's does begin need. with the best hardware. Tom. Yes. <laughs> in the early 1900s, yes. Irvin Cobb Irvin was a writer Cobb. and humorist in the early 1900s. He was born today in 1878. He was a popular after-dinner speaker and left behind many good quotations, like this one. Oh, huh. Quote, if writers were good businessmen, they'd have too much sense to be writers. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. But what's even better is his Cobb salad. Oh, that's a famous, famous salad. Love, love, love do Cobb have, salads. Do you know all the uh, pieces of it? Let's see. Well, it depends now because, you know, you're, people are kind of making twists on them. Like at Keith Young's, you can get a beef cob salad, which I really like. Although you can't get it anymore lately. They had it for a while, and I think maybe in the current situation I haven't seen it. But a cob is usually lettuce yeah. and chopped egg. Yes. Bacon. Bacon, yes. Chicken. Chicken is almost always and grilled so it's got a little brown on it. Actually, I think that I rarely see it grilled and I often see it in some situation that I don't like, which is maybe poached or something, which I, I like crusts on my meat. So it, it should be grilled. Well, I'm not finished yet. I'm sorry. Avocados. And um, did I say blue cheese? Blue cheese, uh -huh. avocados, Blue cheese. Uh -huh. um, tomato, yes, bacon. You already said that, but that's just as good as it had been. And then the chicken is what we got stuck on. Uh huh. So, and and those are usually lined up or arranged in little sections. And then, um, what is the classic dressing on a cob? Is uh, it a buttermilk? It, it is something like that. Yeah. Uh, and. Mm -hmm. It's um, 
it has certain things along those lines, and I think we got most of them, but, uh, boy, I'd have to sit here and... Yeah, you, you bacon know, chopped egg, you know how avocado. You can... Sometimes you see purple onion on it, too. Yeah. But it's it's super good. But then um, I, I like it. I, I'm trying to think of a really good Cobb salad, like a really good one right, that me is memorable to me. Let me throw this one out. Okay, who's got a really good one? The Windsor Court Hotel. Yeah, that is a good from, one. From the day that they opened, they had a, uh, a hotel. Was it called. a Cobb or was it the Windsor Court Salad? It is was, the Windsor Court Salad a Cobb Salad? It, it was the Windsor Court Hotel Salad without the chicken. Okay. So and in other words, that's, that's a Cobb without yeah. chicken. Okay. But yeah. you never see a Cobb without chicken usually. You don't. But it, in this circumstances, if you ever go to the Windsor Court, first of all, tell them I want the classic uh, version of this because some some of the stores it's not just the hotel that works over there uh, but just get their classic uh, way of doing it you'll love it if you go to the Windsor Court get some <clears throat> get the meat and three in fact I have a for a, lunch a witting uh, story to tell about that maybe, uh -huh. maybe I'd better not witting or wedding wedding <laughs> part of the wedding of me and Marianne yes what about it? It's not, it's not tawdry. It's not tawdry. It makes me look bad, but, um, but only as a pill. A pill. Yes. Are you going to tell it, Tom? Because now people are going. Well, tell it. Somebody tell it. Are you going to tell it? Well, here's how it goes. We, the, you have my permission. The, uh, the, uh, the. Uh, we were at our, uh, our, I'm sorry. I'm After a rather blowout wedding. Uh, yeah, and then we're, we're at we the. We spent the next two nights at the Windsor Court and uh, in, the, in the hotel. Mm -hmm. And we arrived from our, well, where Chef Andrea did the. Uh, a blowout of a reception. A reception. That's Although right. there were no mini muffaladas, as I requested, That's, or meatballs, oh, no. because it was yeah. a gourmet right. affair. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we go to the hotel, and she says, I'm so tired. And this, I hear, is universal when you're talking about going to the hotel after you get out of your reception, because you're so tired. I've always heard that. But anyway, I uh, flopped in the bed, and she flopped in the bed. I didn't see her again for quite a while. And uh, there's, a, there's a good joke there. <laughs> But I, implying, I, but anyway. I, I, I better not just leave it there. She went away somewhere. Go ahead. Mm. No, Tom, I mean, you're making this sound much, much more entailed and uh, bizarre than it needs to be. So we took a nap, and then I woke up, and you were getting some food to eat, and uh, I ordered um, a salad, a Windsor Court salad, and the main part of the story has to do with the eggs. So get to that, Tom. Yeah, the eggs. Okay. Tom, there were eggs. We had eggs. Yes. Yeah. There were eggs in the salad, and Tom was absolutely, uh, what can I say, riveted. You were riveted by my ordering of the exact way eggs could be chopped on my salad. And then you proceeded to quiz me on what, <laughs> on what size egg became gross. Is that right? 
I don't want to know that. Okay, so this is a traumatic That's thing for me. New. This is a traumatic thing. Uh -huh. All right. When I was growing up, my mother made a tuna salad that... <laughs> I, I don't even know why this is, but there was something about chopped egg studded in the tuna salad that I found gross. And if I had a blindfold fold, I would have loved my mother's tuna salad, but there was something about the way the eggs were chopped that offended me. Mm. So for the longest time, I could never eat chopped eggs except after they were a certain size. Like there was this magic point by which the chopped eggs went from being just chopped eggs that could be consumed by me to completely untouchable. And so Tom mm -hmm. found this really, really intriguing. And so we had one of our many bizarre conversations, kind of like the four hours that we argued about maraschino and maraschino. It's about Maraschino. whether or not, yes, correct. About, but, but they do say that it's acceptable because it was pronounced badly for so long that the now the powers that be allow you to say maraschino too. But it is correct, maraschino. Anyway, so the chopped egg conversation actually took a very long time, and I had to explain in detail to Tom what point eggs became gross if they were chopped. And so now I will say, because people are probably scratching their heads wondering about this, the bigger the choppedness of the egg is acceptable, but once it starts to get small, it's unacceptable. And I think it's probably because when we made tuna salad, we mashed them with a fork, which I found somehow disgusting. This is this is this is a radio show. We're actually mm -hmm. doing a radio show about this. Five five six nine six nine six. If you haven't turned off already and would like to get in on this, give us a call. Do you find chopped eggs disgusting too? And if so, at what point is that for you? Well, I hope I don't meet them. <laughs> We're gonna have a psychologist call up and try to go through this with me. I'm sure. Anyway, uh, we are going to talk after we finish with the almanac, which I believe we might be. Uh, but I wanted to say one more thing about a cob salad. So I, I always got the chicken, the chicken on the cob salad until we were at Keith Young's not long ago. This was before it, and everything got messed up. But there was this really great beef steak tips cob salad, uh -huh. and I decided that I liked that really well too. Bob Cobb. Yes. Is, yeah. Bob Cobb. Actually, that's not the name here. Irvin Cobb. Well, he's probably. Oh, you know what? Down. Wait, 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 Tom. I'm yeah. sorry. I read this wrong. I read this wrong. No. Irvin Cobb, for whom the Cobb salad was not named. That's what the almanac says. Irwin Cobb was not the person the Cobb salad was named for. So my apologies. People have been scratching their heads since I first read the entry about Cobb salad. So Erwin Cobb was born in the, in the late 1800s 
and Bob Cobb was this guy in Los Angeles. Wasn't there the Brown Derby? Yeah, was yeah it he the owned Brown? the Brown Derby. Yeah, so yeah. Bob Cobb owned the Brown Derby, which sadly is not there anymore. That is a tragedy. Oh, that is sad. Well, you know what's most interesting about that is that Los Angeles, more than any other place I can think of, is very sensitive to iconic buildings. And they have an awful lot of mid-century 60s and and earlier um, Bauhaus design kinds of things that they've been very careful to preserve. Why in the hell did they tear down the Brown Derby? I don't know, but it's... I uh, sense a real estate deal, but it's too bad. They should have, somebody should have screamed about that. Uh, there was one other nice, well, never mind. Anyway, Bob Cobb at the Brown Derby is where the Cobb salad was invented. And I'm guessing that was probably in the 60s or something, huh? Well, a, the funniest part of it all is that they had a sign pun, uh, pounded into the ground right in front of the place. Uh -huh. And it says, uh, for rent. Uh, and uh, uh, it doesn't really there's say a, when. A, I'm sorry, this is a It doesn't really line. say, oh, we'll wait for the punchline yeah, to come. Yeah. But I'm going to look up the origin and its date, the time of the uh, of the Cobb salad for invention. Will, will Auto. Build to suit, right? A build to suit. Yes, yeah, that's it. that was what it was. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't, it doesn't say the origin, which is kind of surprising. I would think it would be the, the 50s or 60s for sure. All right, we will be back after these messages. It doesn't get more New Orleans than Terra Nova's Superette, open for 95 years. Third generations, Benny and Karen Terra Nova run it now. Benny and his son Anthony are real butchers in the back. Here are the best meatballs and different varieties of homemade sausage. Karen uses premium Italian cheese for the artichoke dressing stuffed in a pork roast in the case, or you can order it in a chicken. Terra Nova's Superette, 3308 Esplanade, 482 I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousins Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Casa Garcia is tucked into a shopping center where Metairie turns to Kenner. Octavio Garcia has been welcoming people in to enjoy the flavors of his homeland since 1984. Try the seafood sampler, seafood nachos, or a 14-ounce grilled pork chop. Octavio's mother, Sarita's tamales, are on the menu, but I'll stick to her delicious flan. Casa Garcia, 8814 Veterans Boulevard, Metairie. 4640854 I won't dance don't ask me I won't dance don't ask me I won't dance madame with you Yes no one's asking you Tom Thank you <laughs> Steve how are you I'm doing good I'm doing good Uh I just wanted to tell Ron I called Punchy Train Pool Boy and asked him if they had a Reuben and they said yeah he was the fry cook <laughs> All right, that's about as close as you're going to get, I think, on the North Shore. Uh, well, oh well. Uh, 
Coffee Rainy does have one, and there's something about it I can't remember that's just a little different, but it's okay. Coffee Rainy does have a Reuben yeah. sandwich. Yeah. Um, what are scotch eggs? Scotch eggs are interesting and delish. Yeah. If you like they're, they're, sausage, they seem funny. which I do. They're usually oh, yeah, called me too. Uh, some kind of scotch. Scotch eggs. Scotch, Scotch eggs. eggs. Right. They are a boiled egg with a coating of sausage, like ground sausage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's a hard-boiled egg? Hello? I'm not... Garcia is tucked into a shopping center where Metairie turns to Kenner. Octavio Garcia has been welcoming people in to enjoy the flavors of his homeland since 1984. Try the seafood sampler, seafood nachos, or a 14-ounce grilled pork chop. Octavio's mother, Sarita's tamales, are on the menu, but I'll stick to her delicious flan. Casa Garcia, 8814 Veterans Boulevard, Metairie. 4640854. It doesn't get more New Orleans than Terra Nova's Superette, open for 95 years. Third generations, Benny and Karen Terra Nova run it now. Benny and his son Anthony are real butchers in the back. Here are the best meatballs and different varieties of homemade sausage. Karen uses premium Italian cheese for the artichoke dressing stuffed in a pork roast in the case, or you can order it in a chicken. Terra Nova's Superette, 3308 Esplanade, 4824131. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Tito's Ceviche and Pisco Bar is a great little place on Magazine Street, serving cuisine not much seen in New Orleans. Peruvian food and pisco, the national drink of Peru, with six different kinds of ceviche made from only local seafood and pisco. You'll also find more familiar things like beef tenderloin tips and duck confit. Tito's Ceviche and Pisco Bar, 5015 Magazine Street, 267-7612. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things. And lots of things. Uh, I found the origin of salad. And before we get to Mesopotamia, I will just say that the Cobb salad goes back to 1937 when Bob Cobb, then the owner of the Brown Derby, prowled uh, hungrily in the restaurant's kitchen for a snack. Opening the huge refrigerator, you pulled out this and that, a head of lettuce and avocados, some romaine watercress, some cold breast of chicken, a hard-boiled egg, chives, cheese, and some old-fashioned French dressing. He started chopping. Add some crisp bacon swiped from a busy chef, 
the Cobb salad was born. It was so good. Sid Grauman of Grauman's Chinese Theater, who was with Cobb that midnight, asked the next day for a Cobb salad. It was so good that it was put on the menu. Cobb's midnight invention became an overnight sensation with Derby customers. People like movie mogul Jack Warner, who regularly dispatched his chauffeur to pick up a cart of the mouth-watering salad. Since then, more than 4 million Cobb salads were sold at the, Der the Brown Derby restaurant in the Brown Derby restaurant group. Now that the two original Hollywood restaurants have closed, the company calls itself the Brown Derby restaurant group. It licenses the restaurant name for merchandise, including bottled Cobb salad dressing, as well as to Disney, which opened a reproduction of the original Brown Derby in Orlando in 1989, and in 1990 signed a 20-year agreement for Brown Derby restaurants in Tokyo, Anaheim, California. I didn't realize that, and I don't remember seeing a brown derby in Disney World. Anyway, that is the story of the Cobb salad, and it's a much more interesting story than of my own uh, bizarre fetish having to do with um, uh, chopped eggs. And Ralph I, I feel like we're off the air again. That's right. Ralph Brennan on his restaurant right across the street from uh, City Park. Yeah, mm -hmm. he has it on the menu all the time, and that's that's a great example of how that that uh, egg thing would do, and it's 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 good too. Yeah, well, I mean, it is really, really, really good. Anyway, Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia. Tell me about Mesopotamia, Tom. Oh, I'd love to. I I know nothing about it. What? Uh, where is it? Well, Mesopotamia is one of the it it's yeah. one of the original places on earth. It's the Tiger Euphrates river bed there. It's um, an ancient ancient place. It is now more modernly called uh, Kuwait and Iraq and all of those places there. But Mesopotamia is the uh, is the Vintage Tom, the restaurant Mesopotamia, is the vintage Tom for today. Do you know anything about this place? It's a review of Mesopotamia, which was, it's called the House of Mesopotamia. It is a pioneer in Lebanese cuisine in the area. And where it was, let's see where it was. Is it the New Orleans area? And if so, I yeah. know exactly where it Oh, is. you do? Okay, good, because you have to help me on this, because I don't know anything about it. I think it predates me. So where was the House of Mesopotamia? I think, unless I'm uh, flipping one of them. It was 1978, your review of the House of Mesopotamia is from 1978. Yeah, well, that was it, all right. But uh, it was... Uh, do you remember where it is? Yeah, it was uh, in the general vicinity of Clearview, uh, yeah, Clearview. It's not far away from there, but on the lakeside of, uh, of Veterans. And they had, in fact, as far as I know, it was on the I 10 service road. Hmm? It was on the I 10 service road. I don't think so, Tom. Maybe not. I don't think yeah, so. Because since then, there have been a lot of, of uh, Lebanese, Middle Eastern kind of places. I mean, that kind of cuisine was sort of unheard of back then, wasn't it? You didn't see much of it. Yeah. Uh, it, you started seeing it in the 60s, really. Rich, Richard Collin 
turned me on to it. Richard Collins Believe surfaces not, again. There you go. Yeah, it was um, off of Clearview um, on the I-10 server. And right. do you remember any of the things that impressed you there? Oh, uh, they had this unbelievable dessert that was like a cloud. It was just, was and still is a delicious uh, big li, a cloud cloud. That's what I it was. A, it wasn't about. baklava, was it? Wasn't baklava. This was a, a light uh, dessert kind of a thing. But they did have everything else uh, that you look for. Uh, something potamia. Yeah, Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia, the house in Mesopotamia. I so, think that's it. was that the place, Tom, where you first tried Lebanese food? Because you you told me about how unbelievably delicious it was, delicious it was, yeah. and you had never had Lebanese food. And then you distinctly remember the first time you had it. Was it here at the house of Mesopotamia? And was that a reference from Richard Collins' book? Uh, not uh, not uh, on, on purpose. Uh, it was on the... Um, yeah, we've already established. I-10 service road in Metairie, off of Clearview. But, okay, I, I, I have this image of it in my It's been a while. Well, what what's the image? Because... Uh, it was just like a normal place. And when I went in there, I thought it was a Greek restaurant. In fact, it was Richard Collin who said, that's not a Greek... Uh, oh, so you went to it and stumbled it. on it. And then you were telling Richard Collin about it. And then he said, no, that's not... That's not it. That's, that's, that's uh, um, Lebanese. What's that thing that everybody's always making? Up? Hummus. 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 He, he was crazy. <laughs> I'm so about glad it. I got a chance to say I, that. I fortunately, Hummus. I saved myself by getting uh, the uh, garlic and... Uh, not sardines. Uh, not sardines. No. Uh, and it's covered with, uh, with this coating that was uh, just great. Still oh, there. Oh, wait. Um, was it falafel? No, it was falafel, but it was a different different name in a different setup. Was it Kibby? Kibby? No, I don't no? think so. Okay, was it? I feel like I'm playing a little game here. Um, if I wrote, uh, if it's in the book, uh, it's it, it not the in. book. It's it's just one of your. It was one of your um, one of your reviews from 1978. Yeah. It, but was yeah. that, do you remember if that was the very first taste you had of Lebanese food? Because I know that it made a really big impression on you. And you yeah. told me this several times about how enlightened you were yeah, when uh, you first was, tasted Lebanese food for the same t for it, the first time. And it just sort of blew your mind. I thought this is really something terrific and good. And that was in the days and when it was called hummus and not hummus. Yeah, they didn't Pumas. use that word, but Pumas. That's yeah. what that's what I think most people called it then. And was it just like straight ahead with with pita, or were they serving it some other way? No, they then? had pita breads. They had the the garlic and uh, and eggplant dish. Oh, capa was it? No, it's not caponata. Um, no, but wait. Oh gosh, you'll recognize. Um, it. I'm gonna look and see. Uh, it was not really. It was, I'm looking through the menu here. I can't think of it to save my life. Baba Ganoush. Baba, baba Ganoush. Ganoush. I don't like Baba Ganoush. No? No, I don't. Maybe it's because I'm not really a fan of eggplant. And the idea of eggplant in that sort of, sort of. When I, when I think of it, I'll send it to you. I, it was, uh, it's, it's. I don't like it. Let's just put it uh -huh. that way. <laughs> Baba ganoush has a consistency to it 
that I find even more unappealing than small chopped eggs. Well, anyway, that's life. I think we are at the end of the show today. And, well, it was uh, as fine as usual. Yeah, tomorrow we. Oh, Henry, I need you to find "On the Road Again." We need a new theme song for Stan Meadows, who is going to be calling in tomorrow for the first time. He's on the road with his hound dog, and we'll tell you some more about that tomorrow. Have you chosen the new... NoMenu.com, is where you will find all the stuff that we tell you about and the podcast for the show. Fabulous. Also, at the New Orleans Menu, our Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. If you go to NoMenu.com, you can sign up for our newsletter, which will deliver all of this to your inbox. And stay tuned for the Dine, Wine, and Spirit show with Tim McNally after this. If you want your kids to listen to Like Old Radio, Emmy the Story Lady on all those platforms. We'll see you tomorrow. Time for the news, 4 o'clock. The best in whining and dining daily. It's the Dine, Wine, and Spirit show with Tim McNally from 4 to 5 p.m. on 